0: Hello, I'm Sandra Ezekwesely, and you come to me for Hard Facts. Good afternoon, I'm Sandra Ezekwesely, and these are your Hard Facts. The news comes at you fast. America's Food and Drug Administration have said that Trump was incorrect. There's information and misinformation. Their own NAFDAQ came out and told Donald Trump, we're oh, going to be waiting, me. where are you talking? Are you talking with yourself? Okay. And making sense of it can be hard. Priority, let me talk. Priority, I will, I will well, let you talk. Kaya Day. I will let you talk okay. if you let me talk. Day. Day. But that's my job. Let's talk context. Let's talk statistics. Let's talk about those bills at the Senate right now. Let's talk to the experts and the newsmakers.
1: Um, I, I see the kind of stability that will we'll allow uh, growth to happen by this time next year.
0: Every weekday at 3. Good afternoon. I am Sandra Ezequiel. Let's talk hard facts. Hello, Lagos. Good afternoon. I am Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. It's four minutes past three. We've crossed thirty thousand confirmed COVID nineteen cases nationwide. We crossed yesterday. NCDC confirmed four hundred and sixty new cases, with one hundred and fifty of those cases being here in Lagos, right here in Lagos. Now, remember, the PTF says for every confirmed case we have maybe up to five untested cases and that's because we just are not doing enough testing mostly that's because we still don't have enough test kits but also in some states there seems to be resistance to testing in fact the medical and dental consultants association has asked the federal government to call cross river and kogi state to order They say that they have evidence that a lot of people in the two states are coming to hospitals with COVID-19 symptoms, but the two state governments are frustrating efforts to test them. So, be careful as you get out there, huh? The one thing we're grateful for is that nobody can frustrate me from giving you a great show. All half a million of you. We're going to start with the big three. Let's talk about the latest revelations in the Magu case. And the question of whether the investigations into Mago is political and whether it matters. And then we're going to talk about those 774,000 jobs. The committee in charge is now saying that ministers, senators and governors will all get slots. I wonder what you think about that. And I wonder what you're going to do about it. And then let's talk about the suspended Yek exam. The education minister says to stop COVID-19, he doesn't mind if we lose the school year. Now remember, you can get on Twitter and talk to us at Nigeria Info FM. We have the post up on Twitter. We also have a live stream going on Facebook, Nigeria Info ninety nine point three, YouTube as well, Nigeria Info ninety nine point three. Because it's Thursday, we're bringing you eyewitness. As always, get ready to give us a call at four thirty. Before that, we'll bring you League of Extraordinary Nigerians at four o'clock. On today's big hard fact, let's talk to a second candidate for NBA president remember on Tuesday we spoke to Olumidak Bata. Today we're going to be talking to Babatunde Ajibade, S-A-N. He'll uh, tell us his vision for the NBA. And you're going to be able to ask him what's on your mind about the NBA. Uh, So tune into that conversation today at five. Of course, there'll be news updates for you at the top of every hour. And we're also going to give you a chance to play just a minute. But let's get started with the big three.
1: Facts. On ninety
2: nine point three, Nigeria Info.
0: If a person is guilty, does it matter whether the investigation is political? If a person is guilty, does it matter whether the investigation is political? My second question on the show today, should elected officials get slots during employment exercises? Is the government right to suspend WIAC exams? Those are your big three. Let's talk. Ibrahim Magu's interrogation continues for a third day, and that's our first story. Mohammed Omar has replaced him as acting EFCC boss while the investigation continues. But we're getting to know more details about the case against Magu. Back in 2017, President Buhari set up a three-person panel to look into what happens to assets seized by the EFCC. Because remember, whenever the EFCC traces stolen government funds, they return any cash they find to the CBN. But the assets like houses or cars, those ones, they auction them. And then they give the money to CBN. But as far back as 2017, the president was getting reports that there was something wrong with the way Ibrahim Magu was handling those auctions. And so the the panel looked into it. They investigated for 10 months, almost one year. And when they were done, their report said that Magu's EFCC was not being transparent about how it was auctioning assets. They claimed that due process wasn't being followed. And people with connections to Magu and the EFCC were taking advantage of the auctions to buy stolen properties for much cheaper than they were worth. Now, remember, the attorney general also complained about the EFCC asset auctions. that Abubakar Malami. In his infamous memo to the president, he accused Malami of organizing auctions without letting him know ahead of time. He also suggested that the auctions were being manipulated to favor certain people. So while I was reading all of this, one thought kept playing in my head. Should the EFCC be handling these auctions to begin with? Should they be handling these auctions in the first place? I mean, selling property is not their expertise. There are two government agencies that handle buying and selling as part of their daily work. We have AMCON the Asset Management Company of Nigeria and you have the BPP, the Bureau of Public Procurement. These agencies both have systems and structures in place for auctioning assets. So wouldn't it make more sense for EFCC to hand uh, recovered assets over to them in the same way that they hand recovered cash to the CBN? Because the idea of letting EFCC auction any asset that they recover, I don't know, isn't that like leaving the goat with the yam? Now, there's an article on this day that you've probably read. They're making some very strong assertions about why Magu has been arrested and removed. According to their editorial today, this day is saying that Magu stepped on some powerful toes in government and out of government. This day is claiming that T.Y. Danjuma complained to the president about Magu because he allegedly stopped a payment, a payment uh, uh, by Danjuma for buying a jet, a legal payment, I should point out. And we also have this day alleging that EFCC officers on orders from Magu and without the president's knowledge, searched the house of Abdusalam Abubakar, the former military head of state. So we have this, uh, this day newspaper making a lot of claims and they're saying, yes, Magu conducted corrupt auctions and assets were, di- were, were diverted under his watch. But the real reason that he's been investigated is because he was fighting very powerful people. Now, I have to point out that only this day is reporting these incidents. They're the only paper reporting this. And we've also heard from others who point out that Magu has been very active in the anti-corruption fight. And maybe that's why forces within the government want him out. I mean, in fact, a lot of you have calling to the show uh, since we started talking about this and you've been saying this over and over and over again. And the record is there. The FCC under Magu has gone after a lot of politically exposed persons or peps. Conviction rates, though, have been low and observers have said that Magu's EFCC haven't handled these cases professionally and maybe has even fumbled some of them. You have people like the U.S. government complaining that Magu is too quick to go to the media to leak information about cases, which is why they would be collaborating less with the EFCC. You remember that? So, there are so many angles to this story, but be it as it may, Mago has had some high profile victories against corrupt politicians. And his supporters say that that's the reason he's being persecuted right now. And that's why I'm asking you if all of this matters, if at the end of the day, Mago is guilty. Do you think it matters? If Magu is guilty, if he really used dodgy auctions to give confiscated properties to his friends, does it matter whether or not the investigation against him is a witch hunt? If the people investigating Magu are doing it for the wrong reason, but end up discovering actual corruption on his part, have they done right or have they done wrong? 0700-993-993-993. Send your thoughts via WhatsApp as well. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. Do you think the EFCC should be handling the auctioning of seized assets? Or do you think they should hand them over to other agencies? Do you think there's enough transparency in the way EFCC handles recovered loot? Do you believe there's a political element to the investigation of Magu? Would it even matter if the investigation is political if, in fact, Magu is guilty? 0700 993 993 993. Twitter is at Nigeria Info FM and Facebook is Nigeria Info 99.3. Again, the number is 0700 993 993 993. Nine nine three, and get in touch via Twitter at Nigeria Info FM. WhatsApp is 08095975805. That's for WhatsApp. Akin, hello.
3: Thank you. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Um, on this day, mm. are they on the panel seat?
0: Are they on the panel?
3: They yes, are sitting investigating
0: my book. No, no, no. They wrote an editorial.
3: So to me, I trust Ayo Salami, the man at the end of our
4: Okay.
3: He will do justice to this. If Magu is found wanted, mm. let him pay for what he has done. Okay. And I trust the man at the end of our All what we are reading in papers are just alleged, alleged. They are mm. not in there seeing what, hearing what is happening. Mm. It's not yet made known. So I wait till when they are finished, but I trust the man at the hem of affairs the there, which mm. is Ayatollahmi.
0: Okay. He
1: will do justice to it. Thank you, man. God bless you.
0: Thank you so much for calling me. 99.3.
1: Yeah, President Sandra. Good afternoon.
0: Good afternoon, Chris.
1: For me, it's not partic- it's not political. I don't think uh, Mad- Madu and uh, Magu belong to PDP. <laughs> so it's not political. You hear what they're saying. The, the, the way they dispose those recovery uh, cars and properties. He was trying Lam- Lamode. Today, look at where he finds himself. And somebody will tell me it's political. The choice properties in Dubai, how much is his salary? Flying a first flight to Dubai because you are ESCC chairman. I'm only pleading with the new man coming in, Omar, to learn lesson from this. Thank you.
0: All right. Thanks for calling. Prince YS is on the line. Hello, Prince YS.
1: How are you, Sandra?
0: I'm very well. How are you?
1: I'm Okay. Hmm. Only I'm not comfortable with you, Margot.
0: Why? Why? Ah,
1: what we're we going through now, in fact, is intimidating. And as it is now. You know, for me, I give kudos to for that he's performing. This is the first time in the history of this country. You have the former governor behind the bar. Those are uh, notable names. But what, uh, what baffles me now? Is it the allegation? Because when we say we want this country to move forward, looted money being recovered, are in charge to well, recover the money? Are now taking over the property. That's my fear. And for me, the man in charge,
4: mm.
1: according to the first speaker, I told that man your salary. Mm. He will never have any agenda into this matter. If the man is not culpable, he will score free. He will go free. Hmm. But if he is culpable for me, I want three punishment for that. Because in this country today, if we do not make some people it teach some people a lesson, this country will never move forward. Money for infrastructure will be taken over by some people. Pay yeah. our billions, and someone to recover the money. You see, they have me in the agenda. We will never impact any year to come and go for this country. It is me and you that we run this country as we win. If we were to run it well, if we run it down, Nigeria can't move forward. Mm-hmm. Look at our hospital, look at the road, look at the education sector. What I'm talking about? So for me, if this man is culpable, he mm-hmm. should be thoroughly dirty. But if he's not culpable, culpable mm-hmm. he should be give, give him a word and tell him to continue with this work. Sandra, mm-hmm after nice good afternoon
0: you have to do thank you uh, Prince YS and thank you for calling on Twitter as in Zatima says uh, this whole Magu drama is political my reasoning is that his portfolio is long overdue how can someone be an acting chairman for five years without declaring him chairman who does that uh, we've got uh, Joy Forever who says we need strong institutions not strong men Magu would have known when he had fallen short of his office Nuga V says why this investigation should be independently done his guilt shouldn't be politically influenced we've got felix on twitter who says Margo was a scapegoat more people are also involved in the looting of recovered assets again the new dog that will come in will be used to drag other political members of to the ruling party come 2023 all right thanks for calling we've got another prince who's in transit prince hello
5: Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah?
0: Thanks for calling.
5: Thank you. Mm. You have my name already. My name is Frank. Yes. Yes. I believe um, everything is political. Okay. Everything is interest-driven. Okay. Even um, even the job you have now, somebody somewhere wishing, oh, I wish I would be the person there. Mm. So it is it's driven by interest. Okay. You understand? Okay. And um, for the case of Margo, I I believe he's culpable, okay. Because absolute power corrupts absolutely.
4: Okay.
5: He was he was given enormous powers, hmm. and the powers were so tempting. And um, second, saying that um, he sold some of this those properties to his friends, hmm. he wouldn't have sold it to his enemies.
0: <laughs> well, but there's they a fair happen. process yeah. now.
5: He, 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 the, his friends must have gone through the process. And qualified to have those properties, so I think it should be treated based on the set rules and regulations. But if you if, you if you if you if properties. you sell
0: public property that is supposed to be auctioned to your friends, that's corruption.
5: What I'm saying is, if it had followed the rules and the regulation, hmm. are we going to deny his friends the the the, 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 the choice? Of being part of the auction.
0: In some parts of the world, insider trading is a crime, is corruption. I'm I'm I, I think Nigeria may be one of those places where insider trading, when you tell your friends to dump their shares or you tell them about to sell something for cheap and you make them be the ones who buy it, that's corruption.
5: Well the word friends is relative. <laughs> it depends on who is who is determining who his friend is or who his enemies are. Yeah. You Understand, yeah. So I think it should be the, the case should be dealt based on its merit.
0: But, but what do you think you about know, what do you think about the idea of the EFCC itself selling property instead of agencies that wrong. are already at supposed initial, to? Sell. It is
5: wrong, hmm. at the initial, it is wrong, hmm. even even the said the, the EFCC when you look at um, the Act that set them up mm-hmm. and the enormous powers given to them. Mm-hmm. And when it was set up in 2002 or 2003, and the reasons behind setting it up, mm-hmm. you know that it was meant for a particular purpose. Before it became, we now embrace it as a national body. But it was set up for the government of the day, the government of um, President or Abbasanjo, for mm-hmm. which funds and to, to an extent, perpetuate himself in power by um, silencing some of um, his perceived enemies. That was why allegations could be brought in the morning from EFTC against the governor. Before evening, the state of assembly have impeached the governor. Mm. You understand? So mm. we embraced it and it, has, it hasn't gotten better since then. Mm. Even till tomorrow, it will still be used for witch harm. Except we'll look at how the EFTC chairman has been appointed in the first instance. Mm-hmm. And we set up a board. I, I learned that there should be a 25 man board, you understand, overseen EFCC. But these boards have not been effective. And we don't know those who are on the board. That is, even if the board was even. Um, set up in the
0: first instance. Mm. and I actually have so to bring you I have to bring you back to a point that we made earlier on about you know selling to his friends. You know that Malami the AGF actually said that process wasn't followed, due process wasn't followed. Okay. So he actually said that. He said that um, Malami made that point, the three-man panel that um, the president set up in 2017, they all said that due process wasn't followed. So even if we say, oh, they're his friends and there's nothing wrong with selling to his friends, the way his friends found out about those properties being up for sale or being up for auction wasn't um, followed by due process.
5: Well, I I just hope the panel was um, actually true to whatever they said. Mm. You know, I told you about interest.
0: Okay. But because but, but again... Now, uh-huh. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead.
5: Before now, mm. before now, I learned... <laughs> the same day, um, the EFCC chairman was allegedly picked up mm-hmm. on the road. Mm-hmm. He was stabbed and picked up the same time mm-hmm. to go and face the panel. Mm-hmm.
6: That already,
5: even the reports from the attorney uh, general's office had about three names of people he has proposed to take over from efcc even before the man wasn't put on trial so that is why i'm saying i hope everything is not driven by some some um is hands of each or body of yeah people but, but
0: be, be that as it may would it matter if this in, this investigation is political if in fact Magu is guilty
5: if he's guilty after this Okay. If he is guilty, but what I'm saying is that some people are saying um, they trust Ayo Salami and the rest of it. Let me tell you, in Nigeria, even the angels have their pride.
0: <laughs> Thanks for calling me, Prince. Uh, it's been quite a pleasure talking to you. In our second story, lawmakers, governors, and ministers will all get slots from among the 774,000 jobs. Sanisu Aliyu Kunde told us this. Remember Festus Keyamo set up committees in each state to handle the program? Well, Kunde is the chairman of the Bauchi State Committee. And he said the ministry has come up with a formula for sharing slots to all the top politicians. And he gave us numbers. Now, it wasn't clear whether his numbers were the total number of of slots that each official gets or the total number of slots per local government area. But let's be generous and go with the lower number, right? Let's assume that it was total slots. Are you ready? Let's do some math. Governors will get 40 slots each. uh, 40 times um, 36. That's 1,440 slots. Hmm? principal officers of both the senate and the house get 40 slots each so uh 20 times 40 is uh 800 slots now the remaining senators have 30 slots each 99 times 20 is 2,970 slots are you are you doing math i hope you have like pen and paper you're Jotting this down, jot things down. <laughs> now, the remaining reps have 25 slots each. 350 times 25 is 8,750 slots. Ministers get 30 slots each. 44 times 30 is 1,320. Now, let's add it all up 1,440, 800, 2,970, 8,750, 1,350. If you add all of those up, politicians are getting 15,280 out of the 774,000 slots. This is if we're going with the lower number. Because again, remember that the committee here did not tell us one word or the other, how they're going to split this thing. Eh? So 15,000 jobs, officially, that's not talking about the ones that they will still allocate behind the scenes, though. Over 15,000 jobs. Now, I want you to remember one thing. Those jobs were meant for you. This is not random woof. Those jobs are meant to help people who have been devastated by COVID-19. Yesterday we talked about how the monies for households had reduced. We talked about it on Hard Facts. This morning on the Morning Crossfire with Sheriff, you talked about how much uh, how how much money you now have, like how small the money now is, how it has reduced because of COVID nineteen, the impact that COVID nineteen has had on household income. We talk about how you've lost your jobs. How the price of food has gone up, Gary is now expensive, Yam is expensive. And now government has allocated 52 billion naira of your money to create create jobs for you. But the government is saying politicians should pick who and who gets 15,280 of those jobs. 15,280, at least, of those jobs. I say at least because remember, House of Assembly people never talk their own. Local government chairmen, they never talk their own. Commission anchor, they never talk. And then you now have the godfathers that will come. And then you have the committee members themselves. They never talk their own. Oh, you think the people that are sharing slots to the governors and the senators will not collect their own slots? Ah, uh-uh, now. So by the time all of them are done, how many jobs will be left for you who has no connection to a politician? Yes, this is not... not be today matter. It didn't start today. It's been happening since the day of our forefathers. Will you continue to allow it to happen? Because that's a big question. Will you, will you keep letting it happen? What are you going to do about it? If you don't like the idea that a job that you could get, that your daughter could get, that your son could get, your nephew, your niece, your father, your mother, your brother, your uncle, your auntie, a job that you could get if things were done and due process was followed. We just talked about due process with the Magu story. If due process was followed, you could get this job. But with these slots that these politicians are getting, it's almost certain that you won't because you don't have connections to any of these politicians. If you don't like this idea that the slots are being given to politicians to share, what do you think everyday Nigerians like you, the people from whom these jobs are meant to be, should be doing to stop it? think everyday nigerians should be doing to stop this because at least they don't even tell you with their chest say everybody gets slot so it's almost like what can you do about it they've told you with their chest say see who gets slot see who gets slot so this is not one of those stories where you call me and you lament and you say sandra what they are doing is very bad okay i don't hear uh-huh. it's very bad what do you want to do about it What do you think regular Nigerians should do if they don't want these jobs allocated like this? If you don't like the idea of government officials taking slots in this program, what do you think Nigerians should do about it? 0700-993-993-993. 0700-993-993-993. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. God is not going to do anything about it. God will not come down and do something about it. What do you think Nigerians like yourself should do about it? 700 993 993 Hello, Godwin. Godwin, Hello. Hello. Thanks for we'll calling. Yeah, okay, thank you very much. Good afternoon, uh, Madam Sandra. Good afternoon.
2: I think we should do that. Possibly every like week. We should choose one of these days. I am not too sure about the day. Just these days. I say no movement for anybody all of us we should we we should move from here if you require to walk, work for here to abuja to let them know that they are our grievances explain our displeasure over their rules over their government that this government is not is not favorable to us every nigerian after listening to this radio station because i have heard so much you are been you know, classes, just align them in the morning, in the afternoon, and we are doing a lot another decisions, but the, the things are, we are, they are telling, the thing is dancing on their desk here, and they are not doing anything about it. For us, no, for this job, I'm looking for um, first of social design, if, because he said he promised that if this job is hijacked, he will resign from government, he will resign from politics. So uh, my own take is that we should take the bull by the horns. What is every idea like me now? Okay, if we agree on a date, any of these days, we can move forward. If you require us to walk, that the whole world will know that okay, this is very similar because if we continue to stop from our backyard, there will not be anything and nothing will happen.
0: All right. Thank you. Thank you for calling ninety nine point
2: three. Hello. Hello.
0: How are you?
7: Good afternoon. I'm fine. Ulumu for my job. Welcome, Ulumiwa. Last year, I know the reason our leaders are struggling to get slots. One of my friends just came to my office I said, Mr. can you follow me 50000 I said, for what? I just got a slot from one of our senators to work in the prison, but I need 700000 to buy it. And I told him, if you can bribe your senator, $700,000 to get a job. That $700,000 is worth enough for you to start a business. At the end of the day, he raised the money, he paid the money, no job till tomorrow. So this is one of the reasons most of our senator or whatever are struggling to get this lot. Because they will sell it for people around them that have the money to buy it. So we in Nigeria, the only thing I know we can do is simple we should tell our government we don't need your job anymore. Give us electricity. Give us water. Give us good roads. Maybe if they make all these facilities available. Maybe individual people like me, like you, can have a business that they will employ Nigeria. But if we still want government to give us jobs, we are joking.
0: Okay. Thanks for calling on the 99.3. Hello. Yeah,
6: good
0: afternoon. Good, good, afternoon. Ab- good afternoon.
6: Yeah. Um, yeah uh, You did not even mention Take of assembly members, member Thanks a of them hmm. By the time All these things go like that Maybe like 71,000 jobs Could remain For For, for the general public hmm. um, I don't know
0: So what should The general public do?
6: Don't let anybody That is telling you People that You, 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 you become a political party Don't let them Be you people It's up to us Stand up and listen. To it. The one million mark is not too much for us. I don't know why we are just sitting quiet and just ranting and ranting and ranting and ranting. Nigeria Info has given us the opportunity to talk, but it's up to us to stand up and do what is right and fight
0: against the government. We need a revolution.
6: Thank you very much.
0: Thanks for calling me. Ninety-nine nine point three.
6: Yeah, President Sandra, thank
1: you.
0: Good good to have on the show. Thank
1: you and to Nigerian info. I've been saying it. Nigerians are taking sight with...
0: Nadi. Hello? Oh, I'm sorry. Call us back if you can.
3: 99.3.
1: Hello?
0: How are you?
3: Yeah, good afternoon.
0: Good afternoon. What's your name?
3: Jeremiah.
0: Uh, Welcome, Jeremiah. Yeah,
3: from the
0: Kenya. Go ahead.
3: All right, uh... I have, a, I have an observation.
4: Okay.
3: And the observation has to do with your presence.
4: Okay.
3: I listen to your program mm-hmm. on a daily basis. And I want to believe, I can to be corrected, mm-hmm. that in a subtle manner, you are instigating people against the government. The other day, you attack the police authorities, condemn them in totality, I think the police force is useless. Can the society survive without the police? We may have bad eggs, And today, you are inciting the public against the government. The government may have their shortcomings, but they have a vital role to play in our lives. So for once, I will appreciate it if from time to time, you can also bring up positive projects that this government has done projects that are impacting the lives of people.
0: All right, you're on the line. Mm-hmm. Tell me mm-hmm. tell me one. You just so much on you just so much on negativity. Okay. And I'm not very comfortable with that. Tell me tell me I'm one of very, I'm, tell, I'm tell me one tell me one of such positive projects. You're here. You you use the platform be you've been given. Give and me you you, you have, 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 have you have you have the, the, the platform now. You have the platform now. Tell me one positive thing that you think Nigerians should celebrate more than the negative things. Go ahead. That is your job. But you're, you're a Nigerian who is patriotic. You're more patriotic than I am. So tell me one or you, two or three or you ten. You present
3: topics on Instagram. What kind of topics are you presenting? Okay, so, are so, down to government. so
0: so so you call me and you tell me that I'm not patriotic. You tell me that I'm inciting the people. You tell me that I'm against the government. You tell me that there are yes. positive things the government That's is doing that I can talk about, but you can't yes, even list yes, one.
3: You yes. are doing that. But you can't and list one. But you but you mind.
0: can't even list bye bye. one of such topics. All right, then. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for calling. Uh, call us on 700 993, 993, 993. we have got um, people uh, on WhatsApp who say... That the NDE job is a scam from the highest order. Nigeria is just trying to cover up something. Can you imagine spending 52 billion for just three months, 20,000 job? This is not a Nigeria a dream of no no light, no water, and even for Nigerians to buy their own fuel is something else. Please, our leaders, will this country? Uh, Okay, I'm not sure I know what you're talking about there. But you go on to say that if we say Magu was fighting uh, corruption, anybody that is going to fight corruption must come out with clean hands and not political hands. I think Magu is corrupt. And then someone says, this man that is calling right now is part of them. Okay. This person says, everybody is ranting about how we should protest, riot, blah, blah, blah. The real problem is that nobody is courageous enough to start. That's a message from uh, Letish- Trisha. All right, Trisha. Thanks for sending <laughs> your message. Uh, we've got uh, this person who says, Sandra, knowing about Nigeria's issues causes heart attack. Nigeria government have conditioned the citizens to slaves. Okay, who know whose syndrome has been the norm and the common man have accepted it as a reality? At the end of the day, the qualified will not get the job. Good afternoon. Daniel from VI says. All right. Thanks for sending your message in. We've got uh, another message here. Mm. See how low Nigerian politicians can go, even getting themselves involved in 20K temporary job. I've said that Nigerians should start treating Nigerians with questionable uh, questionable material wealth like leprosy or else nothing will ever change. Period. Personally, I am tired of lamenting. All right, Tony from Birmingham. Thanks for sending your message in. Sandra, do you remember that representative? uh, Do you remember Representative Williams Jefferson, a member of the Congress in the U.S., who hid the money that he received from some Nigerian politicians? Well, he's still languishing in jail for that crime up until now. Nigerian government has never been fighting corruption, and instead they are glorifying corruption. All right, Tony from Alabama. Thank you for sending your message in. We've got uh, this person who says that um, the person who called is a politician uh, who is scared. And that's why he's accusing you. <laughs> okay. I don't think Jeremiah is a politician. He's just sympathetic to the government. Also notice that Jeremiah did not address the subject matter. Huh? Jeremiah did not talk about what we talked about. Jeremiah just came and ranted and went away. Victor, hello. Hello, Victor. Ah, uh, we don't have Victor on the line anymore. Sorry about that, Victor. 99.3? Okay, sorry about that. Call us back Hello? if you can. Oh, you're there. Hello. Hello. OK, so we'll sort that out and have it going uh, in a few seconds. We're trying to get in touch with an education consultant because uh, the federal government says we're not going back to school yet. They say, they say it's not safe for students to return for WIAC exams. And that's our third story. Remember, Wayak announced on Monday that um, the WASSCE exam will hold in August. You remember. But yesterday, the education minister, Damu Damu, said that um, the exam will be postponed indefinitely in Nigeria. And he also said unity schools, federal schools, will not be reopening right now for any reason. And he asked state governments not to let schools in their states reopen. He said covid nineteen situation is not under control. So for now, children should stay at home. He even said he didn't mind Nigeria losing a whole school year if it meant keeping safe from COVID-19. And I wonder if you agree with him. Especially those of you who are students. If you're a student listening to the show, do you agree with him? If you're a parent of a student in final year, do you agree with the federal government? Now, here to talk about it is an education consultant, Dr. Peter Ogudoro. Thank you so much for joining us on the show, sir. How are you doing today? Very well. Good afternoon. What do you think about the decision to suspend the WIAC exam?
8: Well, on this occasion, I think we should agree with the minister. Um, The reason is we are not ready to uh, get our children back into the classroom because uh, the conditions that we need to uh, keep them safe in our schools are not in place. And so um, it will be uh, ir- 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 a mark of irresponsibility for a government to allow children from different parts of the country, for example, to congregate at federal government colleges, traveling long distances, where and then gathering in places where their parents will not be close to them to be able to manage emergencies, because we are very familiar with how our systems run. Mm. The schools that, for example, federal government, um, you know, uh, uh, has as uh, unity schools are, are places where from time to time we hear stories of, of um, you know, epidemics even uh, uh, emerging and, uh, you know, ravaging the, these children. For example, Queen's College has been in the news, for you know, from time to time as a result of water issues and what have you. And those were good times. You can imagine what will happen now that we are in very difficult you know, uh, situation. So it's, it's unfortunate that that is where we are, but I think it's, it's, uh, the minister is not, not wrong mm. in that we return
1: to school at the moment.
0: We have COVID-19 uh, um, having us make very tough decisions. We're kind of in a between a rock and a hard place. Do you think there was any way for the government to let students sit for these exams without creating a public health risk?
8: Uh, as a country at the moment we don't have we don't have the capacity to achieve that we must be very realistic uh, especially as it concerns public schools we are aware that we uh, get into classrooms in in the average uh, public secondary school and uh, you find um, 120 students in a class that is designed for 50. you find in some places even 200 students that are you know that um, you know in a class that is that is designed for even 45, and mm. many of them are standing. And in a COVID 19 era, we shouldn't uh, ignore the need of that physical distancing in order to ensure that uh, we don't we don't compound our challenges. And so, um, uh, <laughs> for now, Nigeria is not ready, and we have to pray. Uh, for probably a cure to be found for COVID-19 or we get a vaccine. Hmm. And um, if at all we want to move in the absence of vaccine and in the absence of a cure, mm-hmm. we have to create time to train our teachers uh, to know what to do uh, to manage uh, emergencies because uh, we haven't got infrastructure. We also haven't got the manpower. We don't have nurses in that very public school. Mm-hmm. We haven't got medical doctors in that very public school. Mm-hmm. So if you get to a typical school where you have like 4,000 students, in a place like Queen's College in Lagos, you mm-hmm. have as many as up to 4,000. Mm-hmm. In, in Queen's College, you probably a similar number. Mm-hmm. And uh, even at the state level, you find schools where uh, you have 2,000 students, you know, 2,500. How do you... Manage an emergency if, if uh, you get to school on a typical day and you find that um, 500 students have, 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 have developed. Um, You know, health challenges that don't have the capacity to manage. So, I I do not think that the government that has a very bad reputation Mm -hmm. for managing, you know, Mm -hmm. and want to increase that, you know, chances of um, acquiring bad image for itself. That's probably what the minister has done. So, let's let's pray for a cure to come, and let's pray for vaccine to be developed and also let us begin to develop our capacity to train our teachers and uh, gradually increase funding of the education system so Mm -hmm. that we can have water fountains, water hand basins, and provide sanitizers. And uh, do this in a very transparent manner so that we procure these materials without having to, uh, you know, uh, triple the cost just because uh, contractors have to come in who are connected to you know, high-profile government officials and then take away the little money that we have. We, we were discussing Margot's case a while ago. You mm-hmm. can see how Nigeria goes, you know. Even those you think are clean, at the end of the day, you discover that they themselves still have got you know questions to answer. Mm. So that's, that's where we are. And we are not ready, and we must face that reality. Hope mm. is not a strategy. We are very prayerful people in this country, but we do little or nothing. <laughs> so I'm, I'm very glad that somebody like me today did ask Nigerians to tell us what they want to do, you know, uh, if if, uh, if indeed uh, these jobs that are been created uh, don't get uh, to them, rather mm-hmm. than always asking people to, to complain. Mm-hmm. And without us taking, taking actions that can alleviate our, our challenges.
0: Now, Nigeria is not the only country facing this issue. We're seeing debate about schools in the U.S. and other Western nations, right? Um, yeah. um, what I want to know is just how seriously is COVID-19 disrupting the calendar? Is it going to have an effect on children when they eventually return to school? Are we going to see uh, children who have deficiencies maybe? You've been an education consultant for a long time. What does a long break from school do to the children? Terrible,
8: especially in a country where our children haven't been um functioning in a culture where we know the value of, of reading on our own. Our mm. children go to school just to pass exams and have a certificate. They, they don't love education for for, for, this, for the sake of, you know, enjoying, enjoying reading and enjoying learning. Mm. And so that's, that's very, very terrible for us. And so when you get them out of the system for uh, these long months we're we are experiencing now, most of them will forget the little things that they were able to take away from the schools mm. that, that they have attended. And you know that we really don't teach well. The average teacher here. I work with teachers. I train them. I, I run a, a, a group of teachers at the moment, up to twenty thousand of them. And I hear them complain that there's a lot of road learning that goes on, you know, uh, goes uh, on in our school system. So most of these children don't 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 really remember anything beyond, you know, uh, two three days in preparation for exams. So if you keep them at home for long, then you have lost them and you have lost everything that that you have taught them. So we must find a way. To, to, to achieve some balance that would enable us to, you know, minimize the terrible consequences of keeping children at home when they should be in school.
0: Okay. Dr. Ogudoro, let's leave it at that and continue this conversation at a different date. Thank you so much for lending us your time. It's my pleasure. Thank you. All right, Legal 0700 993 993 993. We've brought you three stories on today's Big Three. I told you that uh, uh, Magu is facing day three of interrogations, right? We've got new revelations in the Magu case. And the question of whether that investigation is uh, political or whether it's merited, that's for you to answer. I also told you in our second story that lawmakers, governors, ministers, will all get slots from among the 70 uh, 774,000 jobs now we did the math right here on the show we did the math you and I we did it together right And uh, we came to a total of 15,280 jobs if we're being very modest. So those numbers are very modest numbers, very, very, very modest. Now, these jobs are jobs that should be coming to you. And here we have your lawmakers, your governors, your ministers, all of them with these slots for their own people. You will not get connection. What will you do about it? That's the question I asked for our second story. For our third story, I told you that the federal government says it's not safe for students to return for WIAC exams. And the Minister for Education said, I don't mind uh, if students lose a whole year as long as I don't put anybody at risk. What do you think about that? Do you support that move? Do you agree with the government's decision to postpone YEK? What do you think the effects of this decision will be? How do we handle the effects of this decision? We've got Lukman on the show. Hello, Lukman.
6: Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, um, can you now see how YNDE yeah. right. in my area is so useless? Very close to my area, yes. Yeah. <laughs> they are only good for selling Amala, doing photocopies and doing wedding ceremony. Nothing <laughs> else. No active work as this. Well. You now see, when you were calling the other, when you were talking, speaking with the other, I spoke about the ND that's close to my area that you are useless. So you see, this lotio crazy that we are practicing, Eh? Mm. It's the only kill us, eh? The system of government where you were where opportunities are given by slots, through slots, to so powerful people. Politically exposed permit, this is what it costs. See, and um, can I also speak on the Magu case?
0: Yes, yes. Please. You can
6: speak on all three stories. See, see Magu also Magu met what is being practiced and it practices and, and it and it did what it pretty what we're doing. And this has, and since they have stepped on some big, big toes, they have put him in trouble. Okay. What I thought he had, would have done was that the property, uh, in, in the course of his investigation, he should have given the property to a private company, a private option company that would give the that would now give the company uh, the, the companies out for uh, individuals who are interested. Then so you made the money back to uh, what they call it, to CBN, because if they give it to BPE or Amcon. You you know you know Malami and his people. They will find a way to walk, in this,
0: walk, walk into these people. Yes, but if Malami yes, is saying that concerned. he didn't follow due process, isn't he guilty as well of corruption? Of course, he's guilty. Just like
6: his predecessors, hmm. he's guilty. Hey, I don't think we can really fight that. He's guilty, but but like I said, hmm. it's a culture. It's a corrupt culture that he makes. But because in the course of it, he, 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 managed, he was trying to do his job, maybe he managed to step on some So hmm. Now they are not using it against him. Hmm. It's the culture. It's, it's like what um, Oshamwale says, and that um, uh, you are a saint and you are not a saint. And if you have come to our
0: party, you are the same. Uh Aha, the the same corrupt game they are playing. All right, look, man, thanks for calling. Felix on Twitter says, Sandra, bring back Jeremiah. He must tell us the positive impacts we should talk about. He's afraid his slots from his local government chairman will be compromised after your breakdown. Okay, Uh, we've got Temi Dayo on Twitter who says, Isn't it amazing how every bit of life has been cornered by politicians in Nigeria? As low as three months public work, our politicians are still going to deprive unprivileged masses. We are in dangerous times in Nigeria. We've got Mosu Charles who said that guy that said you are inciting the masses is not okay. If pointing out systematic corruption is not in uh, pointing out Uh, systematic corruption is not inciting the masses. It is the truth. Okay. Well, thank you for sending your message in. We've got more messages on WhatsApp. Let's uh, take a look at this one here from uh, Ibrahim, who is in Akonwonjo, and who says, has Jeremiah forgotten that this station had brought in a jury to educate us about this government project? Sandra, continue your good work. Well, let's not make this show about Jeremiah, okay? Everybody's entitled to their opinion. Uh, We've got... um, oh my god a lot of you are messaging me about jeremiah this is not jeremiah jeremiah is not my big three Tommywa Kingpelu says, "I'm a university student, and I must say this whole situation is quite unfortunate as far as education in Nigeria is concerned. I'm a student of the University of Ibadan, and at the time the lockdown started. UI was over half a session behind schedule as a result of various reasons such as recurrent strikes. As per my opinion, I believe that the Minister of Education has made an inevitable decision. It's only unfortunate that the Nigerian system is not fully equipped to manage its own education system." Before the pandemic, during the pandemic and as it seems, after the pandemic eventually ends. Uh, Tomingwa, I'm terribly sorry that um, this is affecting you the way it is. Sandra, the US where school children were asked to stay at home just wrote their exams online. While they were at home, every child had a laptop from their schools for online lessons and assignments. Government officials here will be quick to make pronouncements on reopening of schools because their children are not involved. Those that the decision was taken for the good of our. Ch- the decision was taken for the good of our children, our leaders should cover their faces in shame. Johnson uh, from Edimu says. All right, we've got more messages on WhatsApp. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. So many more messages coming in trying to talk about... Jeremiah. Let's move on, please. We've got uh, CJ from Oja who says, we're talking of pandemic. When one student is infected, definitely it's going to affect others. So federal government decision supersedes every other decision. When there's life, students will cope when they resume. Alright, CJ, thank you for sending your message in. Uh, this person says, I actually support the Minister for Education because it's better to lose an academic year than putting lives at risk. I do agree with him because um, even with the rate at which COVID-19 cases are rising. It has to be till further notice. Even Kenya has closed down their academic year till 2021. Shevon from Ikorodu. Uh, okay. All right, Shevon. <laughs> wow, Sandra has a lot of defenders. Though. <laughs> okay. Let me go to Facebook um, and see your thoughts. All right. See, guys, come on now. Huh? People have a right to defend um who they want to defend you know people have a right to feel the way they they want to feel and yes you also have a right to you know feel the way you want to feel about how those people feel what am I saying? Let me just go. To, <laughs> let me just go to Facebook. Anozia Mecca says the media, especially this day editorial, the travels of mago you mentioned, cannot save him. The only thing that can save him is if he is innocent of the allegations. I agree uh, that EFCC is not supposed to be uh, involved in selling properties recovered from corrupt leaders under the trial of the EFCC. Professionals in the area of auctioneering should have been involved. So there's no way corruption could not. Sell as we're hearing now, sad. Ebi Ambo on Facebook says President Buhari is more culpable than his appointed choice for the EFCC top job. Institutions with oversight basing their decisions on reliable uh, sources warned him about Magu, but like Mr. Tortoise in our traditional and.